we're concluding our message or our series this week on honor. The last three weeks we've been going through a series called Honor. And so I've been talking about this each week. I've started by saying I believe that honor is a trait that is kind of missing in our culture today. It's just something that really for the last, I don't know, generation or maybe a while, it just seems like honor is something that just kind of been hard to find. It's, it's not something that's super prevalent in our world today. And, and not necessarily, I'm not talking necessarily maybe our church, or, but even in the big church as a whole, honor is something that's not always there. And so we've been walking through the series on honor, and we've looked at it in three different sections over the course of the three Sundays. The first Sunday we looked at honoring God. Last week we looked at honoring authority. And now this morning we're going to be looking at honoring one another. And so in week one, as we talked about honoring God, uh, we talked about how as a church we're a ministry here. And so, of course, we're going to talk about worshiping God. We're going to talk about how we get into God's word and look at scripture. And we're going we're gonna to spend time in prayer. As we did this morning, even during worship, we spent time coming to the Lord in prayer and calling and entering into the throne room and saying, God, we need you. That, that's a way that we honor God by coming to the Lord and saying, God, we're desperate. We get on our knees and we come to him. That's, that's a way that you can honor God by coming to the Lord and saying, God, here I am, your humble servant. I'm in desperate need, and by, by praising him through our worship, by spending time in his word, by being a ministry that's active and being hands and feet of Jesus in our community and serving in different ways like that. As a ministry here, our, our goal is to grow deeper in our relationship with the Lord in reaching the lost and helping people know who he is. Last week, we talked about honoring authority. Talk about this idea of how behind every leader there's a story. Behind every leader there's a story. They've got there somehow. Bosses, coaches, parents, community leaders, pastors all have a story. And they deserve our respect. Maybe one day you'll be in those positions of authority. But right now there are people who are in authority around you. And your job is to honor them. The people who are in authority in your life deserve your honor. We talked about this idea of sometimes we say, well, I, I'm not able to serve. And I, I threw out this quote last week, and I believe it's powerful and it's worth repeating this morning. That if serving is beneath you, then leadership is beyond you. If serving is beneath you, then leadership is beyond you. Why? Because that's the power of authority. We have to learn how to honor authority in the people who are around us. Why? Because Scripture calls us to honor authority. It's not something that I'm just saying as a pastor. Scripture tells us that we are to honor those who are placed in authority around us. And this morning, as I said, we're going to be talking about this idea of honoring one another. Now, this is kind of really where this whole series came out of. It started with this idea of honoring one another. So the first two, honoring God... Very important. Honoring authority, very important. But this is kind of where this whole series came from, was the idea of teaching on honoring one another. Because I believe that what I'm going to share this morning is important. God has been dealing with, with this in my heart, personally, and I also think it's going to be important for us 
as a church. Why? Because I think the bottom line is this. I think we just simply need to learn to be nicer than one another. <laughs> really difficult, right? It's like this profound statement, but I think the reality is we need to learn to be nicer than one another. And I say that speaking to myself first, that I, at times, I need to learn how to be nicer to people. We need to learn how to be nice to each other, period, end of the story. The world needs people to be nicer to one another. It's something that's noticeably missing in society. People just are not always very nice anymore. How many of you, by a show of hands, would agree with me this morning that people are not always super nice anymore? Right? You say, yeah, look, the majority of hands went up around the room that people say, reality is people are not super nice anymore. And you can say, there's all kinds of reasons for that. But they're all just justification. That's all they are. People are justifying why they choose to not be nice to one another anymore. So why should we honor one another? Why should we honor one another? That's the question. Well, this morning we're going to look at three different reasons why we should honor one another from Scripture. Three different reasons. Number one, we are all one body. First reason we should honor one another, we are all one body. 1 Corinthians 12, 12 and 13 says this, The human body has many parts, but the many parts make up one whole body. So it is with the body of Christ. Some of us are Jews, some of us are Gentiles, some are slaves, and some are free. We're going to stop there for a moment before we continue with the rest of that verse. So right, for, for, for our group, for our context this morning, we can say it this way. Some of us are pastors. Some of us are volunteers. Some of us are greeters. Some of us are community group leaders. Some of us are worship team members. Some of us are just attenders. We all have different roles here at the church and the body of Christ when it comes to Chisholm Assembly of God. We all have different roles, but guess what? As we continue reading on in verse 13, it says this, But we have all been baptized into one body by one spirit, and we all have the same spirit. How many of you know that the heart is far more important function of the body than the arm? Right? The heart is a little bit more important function of the body than the arm, when you think about it, right? Just realistically speaking, right? You can live without an arm. A person can live without an arm, they can be an amputee and live without an arm, but you can't live without your heart. It's just it's not, it's not physically possible. Right? So if I ask the question this morning, how many of you would be willing to lose an arm? I don't think any of us are going to raise our hand and say, well, I, I, I want to willingly lose my arm this morning. None of us are signing up to, to lose an arm this morning. None of us. So what is the point I'm trying to make this morning? Is a pastor's job important? Yes. As a pastor, I'm responsible for the health of our church. That's part of my responsibility laid out in Scripture. That's part of what we learn from Scripture. But without the arms or the fingers, the toes, the ankles, though, the body of Christ is limited in its effectiveness. So we want to be sure that we take care of everyone, not just the pastors, not just the leaders. Everyone should be honored and respected within the body. Every single 
person. That means the leaders. It means the volunteers. It means the person that's an attender. It means the person that's the first-time guest. It means every single person that is here should be honored and should be appreciated in the same exact way. doesn't matter. Why? Because we are all members of one body, it says in Scripture. Let's continue reading the passage, starting with verse 26. We're going to jump down a little bit in this passage in 1 Corinthians 12. Verse 26 says, If one part suffers, all the parts suffer with it. And if one part is honored, all the parts are glad. All of you together are Christ's body, and each of you is a part of it. So here we read, it says, When we dishonor one another, we are in reality are dishonoring ourselves. If you dishonor someone else, you're actually kind of turning around and you're also dishonoring yourself, is what it's saying to you. Why? Because you're hurting, when you hurt one member of the body, you're also hurting yourself. Because when one member of the body hurts, the whole body hurts. That's what we read here in this passage. Why? Because every part of the body is affected and feels what the other part of the body is feeling. Right? Here's an example of that. If, if you were to be stabbed in the arm by a knife in your right arm, you're going to feel that effect throughout your whole entire body. The pain is going to go through your whole entire body. It's not going to simply be limited to just the pain in your right arm. You're going to feel that pain throughout your whole entire body. Right? And you're not going to sit there and you're, you're not going to look at your left arm if you did it and go, stupid arm, why did you do that? You're going to sit there and you're going to go, realize, I harmed myself. My left arm did it to my right arm. I did it to myself. That's what happens when one person in the body discourages and harms another person within the body. We are hurting ourselves when we hurt someone within the body. The reality is this. We need to stop cutting each other down and start encouraging one another, picking one another up, speaking encouraging scripture and words over one another. I love the way Proverbs 18.21 says it. It says the tongue has the power of what? Life and death. And those who live it will eat its fruit. What it says the tongue has the power of life and death. So be careful with our words. Let's not cut one another down. Let's encourage one another. Let's pick one another up in what we choose to say to one another. Let me share a story with you to help illustrate the power of how our words can affect other people. I found this illustration online a few weeks ago in a pastor group that I'm a part of, and it fits this topic of honoring one another perfectly. So here we go with the story. In a church that I grew up in, my pastor's name was Eric. I was about 9 or 10 when we had a revival at a church. There was a man from Oklahoma there. Also, his name was Eric. At the same time, a young man who was in high school started attending. His name was also Eric. The third Eric's last name started with D. So we started calling him Ed, because those were his initials. It stuck for a while. So there's three E's in the story, or three Eric's in the story. The problem is, for whatever reason, he hated the nickname. He wanted to be called Eric. Once he made that known, it would be dishonoring to continue to call him Ed. Because he didn't like being called Ed. He wanted to call Eric. That was his name. It took a little while, but we started getting out of the habit of calling him 
end. Why? Because it was the right thing to do. We, we were honoring him by calling him his name. So I share that story and you think, well, I mean, is it really a big deal? It was a nickname and it's whatever. Maybe you know someone in the same situation. Maybe if someone in your workplace or in your neighborhood or in your school, if you're still in school, that has a nickname that they don't really like. But people continue to call them that. Are you going to choose to honor them by going by their real name? Or are you going to choose to just go with the crowd and, and use this nickname that you know they don't like? That's not bringing honor to them. Because did you know that psychological studies have shown that the sweetest sound to a human's ear is what? Their own name. The sweetest sound to a human's ear is their own name. So the worst thing, one of the worst things you can do is call someone a nickname that they don't like when they prefer to be called their own name. It, it's one of the sweetest noises to a person's ear. It's respectful and it's also delightful to their ears when they hear someone call them by their name. So the first reason that we honor one another is because we're all part of one body. The second reason that we honor one another is because we are commanded to honor one another in Scripture. So the bottom line, if you can't think of any good reason to honor your fellow brothers and sisters in Christ, just remember the Bible commands us to do so. That should be enough, right? Well, maybe. Maybe for some it's not. But listen to what it says in Romans uh, 12, 9, and 10. It says, don't just pretend to love others. Really love them. Hate what is wrong. Hold tightly to what is good. Love each other with genuine affection and take delight to honoring one another. If for no other reason, maybe we'll honor one another because God has asked us to honor one another. God asks us to honor one another. He commands us to. It actually says this also in John 14, 15. He says, Jesus is saying this. He says, if you love me, obey my commandments. Jesus says this. He says, if you love me, you will obey my commandments. And I'll just add this one as well. It says, if you don't want to obey God's commandments, that's your choice. Just be careful then to tell, if you're going to tell people that you love Jesus, because this is what it says, or that you love God, because this is what it says in 1 John 2.4. If someone claims, I know God, but don't obey God's commandments, that person is a liar and is not living in the truth. Right? That seems like a bit of a harsh statement, but the reality is, is the same there, that if you claim, I know God, but you're not obeying God's commandments, the person is a liar and you're not living in the truth. But that's no different than telling someone that you're going to do something and not doing it. It's backing out of your word. It's saying, I, I, I believe in God, and then not following through what God is asking you to do. When we see a command from God, we have two choices. Two choices. We can obey or we can disobey. Those are our two options when we see a command from God. We can obey or we can disobey. It's that simple. There's no middle ground. It's black and white. It's not gray. We just read that Jesus said that if we love him, we will obey him. So if we love Jesus, we will love and honor one another. We won't be wrapped up in name-calling and drama and the he said, she said kind of stuff. So at the very least, we should honor one another because the Bible says so. 
All of us should have a mindset that if the Bible says it, I will live by it. So we've learned that we should honor one another because we're all part of one body and because the Bible commands us to do so. Lastly, the third thing, we should honor one another because that is how we will show the world that we are true disciples of Jesus. That is how we will show the world that we are true disciples of Jesus. John 13, 34, and 35. So now I'm giving you a new commandment. Love each other. Just as I have loved you, you should love each other. Your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. How will people know that what we have is real? How will they know that what we have is real? By seeing the way we love and honor one another, despite our differences. Even though we may be generations apart in age, we still love each other. Even though we have different interests and different hobbies, we still love each other because we have a commonality through Christ. And we come from different backgrounds. It doesn't matter. We are still united together through Christ. Football season's almost here. Praise the Lord. How many of you have been to a Vikings game? Here's an example for us. When you enter into U.S. Bank Stadium, you're wearing your Vikings purple, and the Vikings score a touchdown. You just, they score a touchdown and, and everyone begins to sing the Skull Vikings song. What do you do? You sing and people begin to just turn and high five complete strangers when this is going on. Why? Because in that moment, it doesn't matter if you know those individuals or not. It doesn't matter what their skin color is. It doesn't matter anything. In that moment, everyone is on the same exact it should be the same within the church because when we've accepted Christ into our hearts we are all on the same team we are all members of the family of Christ we are all part of the body of Christ we are all headed in the same direction and we are all following him then we should be lifting one another up. We should be encouraging one another. What we wear should not be of the utmost importance. Who our friends are should not be of the utmost importance. The struggles in your life should not be of the utmost importance. Not to say we don't help each other through our struggles, but to say, you know what? Just because you struggle with this doesn't mean that I can't be there to support you. doesn't mean that you and I, we, we can't help each other in our faith because you struggle with something in your life. We are the body of Christ, and it's our responsibility to help care and help one another through the things we walk through in life. It's our responsibility to be there for one another. That's what it's all about. Strive after love and honor so much that those outside of the body want to be a part of what's happening inside of the body. It should be to the point where cliques are non-existent. It shouldn't matter whether you're popular in the community or not. This one might be tough for some of you. It shouldn't matter whether you're a lifetime Iron Ranger or not. What matters is that you're a member of the body of Christ. That's what should matter. Proverbs 11, 12 says this, Whoever belittles his neighbor lacks sense, but a man of understanding remains quiet. The contemporary English version says it like this. 
It is stupid to say bad things about your neighbors. If you are sensible, you will be quiet. In other words, it's the same concept. If you don't have anything good to say, don't say anything at all. I truly believe that the topic of honoring one another is something that as individuals, we all can grow in. As a church, we can grow in. And as a culture, we significantly need to grow in. I know it's fun at times for us to joke around with one another. I know it's fun to pick at each other. I'm a very sarcastic person. And sometimes I can get carried away. And thankfully I have a wife who is not sarcastic at all. And she brings me back and has to remind me, Pastor Michael, that, that's way too far. You, you, you know, you've crossed the line. That's too far. And thank goodness God balanced me out with someone like that. Like my wife who can help me out in that. Because the reality is if we're not careful, joking and sarcasm and those kind of things can become hurtful. We cross the line. And it becomes from a place where it was fun to hurtful and it's not nice anymore. And we can, we can begin to damage relationships. There's a fine line between giving someone a hard time and crossing the line. The best thing to do is for us to choose to be kind and to not chance hurting someone. I know a lot of times when people make jokes putting me down, it can hurt feelings. Lately, I've been catching myself, sometimes you have those thoughts of going, well, I, I kind of want to make a joke uh, uh, that would potentially, it, it's sarcasm, but then I realize, you know what, it, it's not worth the potential that the harm it could cause. And I have to say, you know what, it wouldn't be nice, and it's not going to bring honor to the situation. I always joke, and I say, i got to put a new filter in. That, that filter was, that one's dirty, I need to put another filter in. But the reality is, we have to say, if, if, if it's not nice, if it's not honoring, why do I need to say that? Is it really necessary? The reality is, avoid joking put-downs. I know that the intentions may be to joke, but sometimes they hurt. We need to be careful. It's not worth it to hurt those within the body or even those outside of the body. This has nothing to do with whether someone's a part of the body or not. We shouldn't do it to anyone. We're only hurting ourselves and we're hurting those outside of the body when we choose to do that. So this morning we've discussed three different reasons from Scripture why we should honor one another. We're all part of one body. We are commanded to honor one another from Scripture and to show the world that we are true disciples of Jesus. Bethany, can I get you to come back up on the panel, please? As we wrap up this morning, we're going to close out with a time of prayer. And I want to encourage you to take some time this morning to just reflect in your personal life about how you're honoring others. And just take a moment and, and just think through this. And I've got a few questions for you this morning to think through. Number one, are you doing a good job of viewing everyone as members of one body? Are you doing a good job of saying, you know what, those who are in the, are in the body of Christ, we're all members of one body. Are you saying, you know what, those that I'm close with are members of kind of the body and those who I'm not with are whatever. Like, are, are you doing a good job of viewing everyone as a member of one body and saying, you know what, when I hurt one, I hurt everyone. Because that's what scripture tells us. That when one is hurting, we're all hurting. And that when we lift one another up, 
and everyone is lifted up. Question number two. Are you obeying the commands that Scripture lays out about honoring one another? Are you obeying the commands that Scripture lays out about honoring one another? And the last question. Through your actions, are people seeing someone who is representing a true disciple of Jesus? Through your actions, are people seeing someone who represents a true disciple of Jesus? And I say that knowing that, yes, we make mistakes. Yes, we slip up. We're not perfect. I understand that. I'm not claiming to be perfect myself. But the reality is, consistently in your life, are you someone that people would say, yes, that's someone who represents, through their actions, a disciple of Jesus? So as you reflect, if you're uncertain about any of these questions, and maybe you're going, you know what, I, I struggle with viewing everyone as a member of, of one body, or I'm struggling to, to honor the commandments uh, about honoring one another the scripture lays out, or maybe I, I realize my actions aren't lining up, and I'm not representing a disciple of Christ. And you'd like to, to, have, to pray with someone about this. Myself and a few of our leaders are going to be up here. And we'd love to pray with you. Or maybe you'd like to find a spot and you'd like to just pray by yourself. You're more than welcome to come up and find a spot up here and pray by yourself as well. But I want this to just be a moment of just taking some time to just reflect upon these things and say, am I honoring one another in my life? Am I being nice to other people? That's, that's the bottom line. If, if the way I'm carrying myself, am I being a nice person to others? 